<laughs> Shall we begin? Welcome to the Savage Monster Cast. I'm your host, Scott Marchand Davis of Happy Monster Press. Let's begin now. On this week's Happy Monster Podcast, the team of Alpha One Two encounters some strange creatures that have come for a rift. <laughs> My name is Brendan. I will be playing Leviticus Overton, a quick flex glitter boy. Hi, my name is Frankie. I'm playing Kuva, a Simvin Burster. Hi, my name is Jiang Su, and I will be playing a an elf cybernite named Mingbi. Hi, my name is Frank, and I'm playing Click, a Trimador Techno Wizard. Hi, everyone. I'm Bob, and I'm playing Quinlan, who's an elven leyline walker. Hi, my name is Steve, and I'm playing Lance, the human juicer. Previously on the Happy Monster Cast. Pretty much all of you detect some movement in the brush ahead. It appears to be a fairly small target. And as you close in, you see what looks like a small robot running at full speed. The robot looks up, sees you in the sky, and starts yelling, Help! Help! The robot kind of pulls up short seeing the Glitter Boy and says, Wow, what kind of robot are you? I interject immediately. What's chasing you? I don't know what they are, but they're really big and they're really mean, and I think they got my friends. Uh, you see the first enemies appear, and there are two of them, and they are big. Uh, so you recognize these guys. They are demonics. And demonics were low-level demons who were summoned the Tolkien and then jacked up with Techno Wizard Bionics. Oh boy. And rolling up behind them is another Demonics. Oh boy. But a different breed this time. This one is known as a Hangdog Demonics and it's even bigger. On its back is a sort of howda-like arrangement, armored with a pair of heavy cannons facing forward and a tail gunner seat. And there uh -oh. are three guys riding on it. You fire the thing Holy and you, it explodes directly underneath this thing. It goes down. I would like you all to make fear checks because they are really freaky. I am losing it tonight. You just lose it and you are shaken and you run at full speed oh away my. from these guys. Just wait until I get my vibro sword on top of this. I'm gonna be shooting at the boom gun over at this guy. Okay, fire away. That will hit with a raise. Nice! All right, so you're now looking at three separate piles of exploded remains. So I guess they still have my uh -oh. friends, which is not great, but I know if I can try and rob one, uh, he'll be able to help us out. Click's already forwarded through them, and he, and, uh, he comes back to the group. He says, I, I found a message in, says, yeah, capture the runaways and be on the alert for any information about the seal. You, you know, you produce uh, like a, a cracker or a wafer from your rations. He's right. like, ah, oh, great. And he pops it into one of the slots on his chest. Uh-huh. And there's a, there's a brief pause and a glow, and then it pops back out uh, nicely brown. And it's a toaster. 
this is not where I, you know something weird happened because you know one minute i was you know with my friends and we were we were on the road and we we thought we kind of knew where we were going and the next minute we're in the middle of this forest and then all these guys come after us and it's just something weird happened as you roll up a couple of the locals come out with laser rifles we uh we had some of those feds come over last year uh, riding some sort of big old demon and uh that one that was bad we had to we had to pretty much give them what they wanted because we're not in any position to handle something like that your head turns to the southwest because you have sensed that a new rift oh, is opening uh-oh. so i look at everyone and there's a rift over there <laughs> So you guys had arrived at Bobstown, having uh, rescued the 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 toast the toaster bot Hamilton. Right. Still not a, not really clear on where he came from, but he's sticking with you guys because he's very concerned about this whole Federation of Magic business. And the folks in Bobstown are kind of concerned about it too. They've been seeing an increasing level of encroachment by Federation uh, forces into their the general area. So there's a fairly modest uh, level of freakout happening here. And the end result is that they're concerned, but they don't have any immediate problems. And it's about at this point that Bob picks up uh, a rift opening nearby. So he knows exactly where it is. It's about uh, five, six miles away uh, over some hills. And uh, you get to decide now what you're going to do about it. Um, Bob, can you tell anything about what is coming through or can you just tell that it's a that it's a rift uh as far as i know i just sort of know where it is and get a vibe that it's there i think yes all you know is that there is a rift there the only other thing that you know because it's pretty much always true is that where there is a rift there is also a one or more ley lines which is good news for you um, I have a question, uh, just from our knowledge of the world and whatnot, uh, as far as rifts go, how common is this of an occurrence? Uh, it's not incredibly unusual. Um, yeah, they, they open and close on a fairly regular basis. It's okay. it's kind of long odds that you would run into one, but not incredibly right. bad, incredibly long odds. You know, it happens. Okay. So like blue moon level. Yeah. Right. So it's not necessarily um, like maybe a Bolivian type of situation where this is uh, necessarily something we have to worry about or arm ourselves, but it could be. Well, you, you don't know. It could be anything from a rift that just connects up two points on Earth, which depending on which points they are, that could be either completely boring or really exciting. Okay. Uh, but at the other end of the <laughs> spectrum, uh, you could have a bunch of kaiju scale monsters coming through a la Pacific Rim. So holy crap. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to come through a rift. Do Pacific Rim type creatures exist in this world? Oh yeah, they're not very. They're not real common, and uh, somebody usually comes along and puts them down. But uh, pretty much anything you can possibly imagine can come through a rift. For all you know, uh, uh, Doctor Strange got the portals wrong, and there's a bunch of guys from Wakanda pouring through. Has anyone in the party okay. actually dealt had uh, experience of being around a rift opening before? Uh, I'm going to say that Bob has encountered an open rift before, but not uh, been there for one opening. Okay. All right. So this is a new experience, mostly for... Okay. All right. I'm just going to ready myself. Um, uh, get my weapon out and just be prepared for anything. But how decide. far away is it? Is it something that we need to go towards if we're going to experience it? Or is it something that's gonna, that's near enough that we'll see it? Uh, as I said, it's five or six miles away over some hills. So, yeah, so that's you're definitely ways. not going to see it um, unless okay. it's Pacific Rim scale monsters, then you'd probably see them pretty quick. Right. But, you know, if it's 
a small army of coalition skelebots or get on my uh, i'll suggest to get on my griffin and uh, go check it out uh from the distance do a little recon yeah uh, if anyone else wants to do the same uh we can do that from a safe distance just to see what the rift is all about yeah the griffin can carry two if you want somebody else to mount up with you or three right. if one of them is hamilton does anyone else want to come does anyone want to take the buggy we still have the buggy too we could get a better vantage point see what we have coming at us we might all want to go see lance volunteers mm -hmm. for a ride along okay he says just says just don't set me on fire while we're in the air <laughs> picky okay. picky jeez <laughs> all right uh, no it seems like a, no honestly promises. seems like a legitimate concern <laughs> no promises <laughs> I say. are there ever times when the rift opening just feels like a mild fissure or sort of like just groundbreaking and like you feel an energy but like otherwise it's nothing else make a notice roll okay yeah who should make the notice roll uh, Quinlan, because he's the one who can sense rifts. Oh, right. I'll Benny that. That's not great. Ooh, that's much better. Here we go. Okay, so that will be a total of 10. Your sense is that the rift is relatively small. All right, I convey that to everyone else. Guys, I don't think this is going to be a huge one, but, you know, be cautious as always. Uh, I don't think there's a big threat. There could be. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll still be cautious nonetheless. Okay, so you and Lan you and Lance, you Lance and, and Griff get to make uh, notice rolls as you're flying towards this rift. The rift itself is obvious. It's a roughly circular portal, coruscating with blue energy, lightning crackling out from it in all directions, and uh, setting a couple of small brush fires in the local grasses. Ooh, it sounds like Gozer's coming. Am I encumbered by my pack as well, or? Did, no, that's just a, that's just what you rolled. Okay. Okay. Can I make one for Griff as well? You absolutely can make one for Griff. So none of you really notice anything mm. on the ground. If anything has come through the rift, you can't see it. Mm. So are you guys gonna land, or what are you right, so doing? We'll, just yeah, we'll, uh, around? We're gonna communicate that there's nothing so far. Is the rift still open? Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to circle around with Griff and just take another look to see if we see anything. Um, maybe the tree lines look like the area is disturbed at all since the rift. Can I see any tracks? If, it, if anything large, nothing large came out of it as near as you can tell, unless it was incorporeal. There's oh. not, and there's not enough damage okay. for anything like an APC or a car or anything like that to have come through, or for that matter, something like a dragon. Getting any like mysticism? Like any sort of like uh, energy sense, anything like that? No, you do not. Do I have any onboard sensors, Scott? Do I have any kind of like onboard sensing arrays in my armor that would um, that would be of value here? Five mile, not at five mile range with with hills in the way. Okay, that's definitely not going to work for radar or anything or uh, any kind of visual or thermal sensors. So those guys are a few miles away at this point. Yeah, they're they're about four or five miles away, circling around where the rift is. I will just communicate that, and then I'll uh, just go through the tree line with Griff and see if we can see anything, uh, look for further tracks or evidence of anything coming out of the rift, and we'll pay attention to the rift while this is happening. Okay, so you guys are circling airborne still around the rift? 
Yeah, yeah. A little bit closer to the tree line, though, so I can get a look at both. Maybe if something's in the trees or uh, if something comes out of the rift, I'll pay attention to that. Yep, not picking up anything so far. I will start running toward the rift. And I, I don't know what, I forget what my top speed is here, but I should be able to close with within, um, you know, much closer range within a few minutes. Gotcha. Yeah, you. it'll take a bit, but you can get there fairly quickly. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm running at, let's say, 20 miles an hour, then I should be able to be there in, you know, 15 minutes about. What's my endurance for running? Uh, you can, you can, you run at your pace essentially indefinitely. Okay. But you also have a nifty vehicle that can travel faster than any of you can on foot, except for Leviticus. Right. In, okay. in my armor, I'm too big to be on the vehicle, though, aren't I? Right. right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go see. I've never seen a rift before. All right. So the, the vehicle outpaces me, and uh, just stay in radio contact if anything happens. You know, I'll try to run faster, I suppose. Okay. Is the vehicle going to outpace you? You're driving, Frank. What's your call? Why don't we keep pace right now? You're so nice. All right. So you are, uh, you're, you're running along and what are you, do, what are you doing while they're closing range? Kuva. I'm still going to just, uh, just check the perimeter and make sure nothing's uh, happening. Be aware of like disturbances in the rift. Be at the ready uh, with my flames, ready a fireball. Okay. All right. So the vehicle comes rolling up and I would like all the people on the ground now to make notice checks. Okay. Not really my thing. That's not bad. Nice. I think I see something. There you go. If there if there's something to see, uh, you definitely see it. Okay. So and click gets a bonus you actually get a bonus from the sensors on your vehicle as well. So all of you on the ground, I guess with a lower angle than the folks that were airborne, you are picking up one way or another uh that there are armored uh entities in the brush up ahead near the rift. Entities. Can we tell if they're robots or armored people? The best you get, uh, and this is mostly Click because he's using the sensors on the vehicle, is that they are roughly human-sized, give or take. Okay. And there appear to be about a dozen of them. How far away are we right now? You are at about 200 yards at this point from where you think they are, and about 250 yards from the rift. Would the vehicle sensors be better than my magic goggles? Probably not, depending on what you're looking for. They're certainly not better at detecting magic than your magic goggles are. Magic goggles. Nice. Well, I'm going to slide those down and see if there's anything arcane coming out of this as well as armor. Okay. All right. So you do need to uh, invest that with some of your PowerPoints and make an arcana roll. Or make a weird science roll in your case. Weird science. Uh, That was a terrible movie. Uh, right now, you only get radar returns, so you definitely aren't getting any identifying mark. You activate your detect arcana, Swing. and as you uh, as you do so, you see Kuva in the air, and that is it. I'm the only thing magic here. So I get on the radio, and I, you know, attention, airborne. <laughs> We've got bogeys in the brushes. They look to be armored, but they don't look like they've got any fizzy mystical stuff going on. Okay. Great. Am I close enough now for a, um, a more detailed like radar and LIDAR probe? Yeah, you can close the range. Immediately land near uh, the edge of the brush. With so you're going to land near the... Uh, and how are you presenting yourself when you land? Are you landing armed? Are you landing on fire? 
Uh, yeah, I have like my fireball still ready, but I'm not armed. Okay. My weapon's so you've got, Your hand is on fire, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say Lance, being Lance, probably mm-hmm. has his gun out. We'll just uh, sit for the time being and just see what we can see. I'm not going to advance or attack or do anything. I'll kind of reach my arm back to Lance to not do the same. Okay. As you land, Uh-oh. as you land, a bolt of reddish orange energy blasts out from the brush, goes wide of you guys, hits a tree, and basically explodes the tree. Yeah, definitely. Well, what the heck? <laughs> uh, make a notice roll, please. Okay. <laughs> Do you notice the tree exploding? <laughs> right. Well, this time I don't see anything. Whoa! Is that a dress for right. everybody? I noticed everything this time. Okay. Uh, Kuva, you think that was you? Th- you're not sure, but you think it might have been an intentional miss. Okay. All right. I extinguish my uh, my flame on my hand, and again, I I yield my hand back to us to not do anything. And I kind of like wave him down and I just kind of like hold my position. Okay. And I say, we're not here to fight. We're not here to hurt you. What are you doing as far as gesturing goes? Um, I'm down. I'm low to the ground. My hands are by my side. Okay. I'm off of Griff at this point. So there's a very long pause. And you see about a two and a half meter tall pair of heavily armored guys with enormous guns and chain swords at their sides uh, come very cautiously out of the brush with their blasters trained on you. And then they speak and you have no clue what they're saying. Okay. Can I, can I read their demeanor or their, in their tone? Like their, um, uh, well, in their, they're wearing, they're wearing full armor with, with enclosed helmets. So no, you can't, you don't even know what, what race okay. they are or what species. Okay. But what you hear is, I'm just going to continue um, with my arms down by my side. And not do anything to broke them. Okay. So they very, very cautiously approach. And you and Lance. Lance, you notice, uh, has fired up his juice. Okay. All right. I'm going to um, try to restrain him if I can. You're gonna, well, he hasn't done anything. He's just juiced up. Okay. okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just cautiously say, wait, hold, hold for the time being. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. All right. So they approach and they kind of uh they're they they kind of poke you and Just they poke? poke Griff with their blaster cannons and they poke Lance a bit and then one of them says and then they kind of back off very slowly and eight more of these guys emerge from the tree line. You notice that four of them we're actually up in a tree and are descending it as though they're stuck to it. Like walking down a tree kind of thing? Like one of the wall walkers? Yes. And so three of them all are standing about four meters away from you guys with their guns trained on you. And the other six are fan out in two groups of three uh, basically forming a little triangle pointing in all directions on either side of you in case uh, presumably you came with friends. 
And there's okay. another very long pause. What are the rest of you doing while all of this is happening? You can see the movement on your radar and click. You can see that uh, on your, you coordinate your radar and your goggles, and you can see that these guys have now surrounded your friends. Can I, can I hear that? Can we hear them over the audio in the car? Uh, you could certainly radio them. How far away are we from this point of action? Uh, you are at this point uh, about 150 yards away and downhill. So you're, you go uphill to these guys. Has anybody told us to stop driving towards them? Not at the, not unless your your commanding uh, corporal has. Nope. Then we're still driving on. Oh, yeah, yeah, we I are. Mean, we're just we're closing at you know whatever we're at twenty miles an hour. I guess you know with seeing our friends surrounded by all these potentially hostiles, we might want to slow our pace a bit once we crest over the hill, so that we don't look too. Um, <clears throat> I mean, threatening. We don't want to start too much trouble. Aggressive. Can can we does does it can can I see that they are attempting to communicate? You cannot see that they are but attempting are, are to communicate. We close enough that we're seeing gestures and. No, they're still they're still covered between you and them. Okay, so okay. we couldn't watch the way that they were kind of poking at our friends. Like I, I don't know if they were doing it aggressively. Did I see them poking or not? It more, it didn't seem aggressive. Okay, so it wasn't in an aggressive way. They're just kind of checking out. Yeah. So are you, are you communicating this? Yeah, I would be. Um, I'd be quietly uh, if I have a way to do that and quietly communicating it back to them. That yeah, uh, you've got a radio. So yeah, so far it's not aggressive. They're just, um, they seem to be observing uh, what they might think is so far a threat. I don't know what they want, but they are heavily armored. I'd be warning them everything that I know so far. Is there anything else I can notice about them since they're in my direct vicinity and within breathing space, Scott, that might be of interest to relate to them? Not at the moment, but as you as you finish relaying the information, two more of these guys come out. Okay. Can I put um, some sort of audio? Like, if I'm talking back to them, can I can I hold the walkie on so that they can hear the conversation as well? Yeah, if you can lock the mic on. Okay, so I'll I'll hold it on in case one of the party members can understand whatever language they're speaking in. Do Do we have any tech that would? Uh, oh, I guess I should ask. Does anybody understand this language they're speaking? Because if not, my next nope. question was going to be: Is there anything that? Um, do we have any tech on board? That would that'll help you know, us help translate. translate this. Yeah. Who's sitting in the passenger seat? Uh, tech, no. Who, who's sitting next to me in the buggy? Magic, on the other hand, <laughs> you might want to check your power list, Quinlan. Uh, yep, I'm going through it. <laughs> Please do quickly. <laughs> We're closing fast. Yep. Oh so yeah, you... havoc. Um, lightning. Uh, so I assume because I'm in a rift, I can just draw this power like crazy and go nova if I want, right? You have far more power points than normal. Let's put it that way. So not really the power I had in mind, though. <laughs> like a translating. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a translation. Yeah, we need a translating power. Psychic communication, anything like that. So uh, mind link. Mind link's worth a try. Uh, but so, but you need a target for that, and you need to be outside the vehicle. I'll keep that role for when you do, though. So as you're, uh, so back to Kuva and Lance. Uh, two more of these guys come out. Come out of the brush or out of the out of the rift? Uh, out of the brush. And uh, these guys are in much lighter armor. They're carrying pistols and and uh, chain swords, and uh, they come up to you, and you know, they sort of seeing how you're standing. Uh, one of them moves up, and he stands pretty much exactly the same way. 
All right. <laughs> I, um, I'll introduce myself and say, I am Kuva. Put my hand to my chest and then put it out to shake in a non like um, the waist. Type so of they kind of recoil a little bit when you put your hand out, and a couple of the guys raise their guns like they're, you know, like you're making them nervous. And then uh, the, the, the lead guy in the light armor kind of waves them off, and he points with uh, what appears to be a hand with three fingers and two thumbs, one on either side. He points with the three fingers at you and says, Kuva. And then he points at Lance and says, Kuva. And then he, <laughs> and then he points. And then he points to himself and he says, "Sakak, Sakak." Okay. I uh, was. I say perhaps Sakak is the name of their species. I nod and I, I pat um, uh, Lance on the shoulder. I say, "Yes, Kuva, Kuva, Kuva." <laughs> and I uh, All right. go out so, for another, another handshake and see who he does that. Kind of so he my very tentatively on. reaches out his armored hand to shake yours. And then there's a big commotion because the Gooder Boy and the vehicle roll over the hill. <laughs> and all of the all of the guys are uh, all of these guys have turned to face it. And two of them fire off shots uh, that are pretty clearly intended to miss, but go blasting one by past Leviticus and the other past the ATV. And then they hold up their their hands. Uh, the, the 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 leader guy holds up his hands uh, as though to tell you to stop. To tell us yeah, to stop. stop? Yeah, as though he wants you to stop. Yeah, we, we come to a stop. Okay, so at this point, Quinlan, you could try dismounting and mind linking. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to do that, and I'm going to see, like, uh, I assume mind link, you know, obviously works against these guys and, like, trying to tap into their psyches and sort of get a gist of what's going on. Well, I'm sure they won't think that that's, you know, aggressive. Well, they just <laughs> never know. I have to set that intent that, like, look, I know we don't speak the same language. Like, this is who we are. This is what we're up to. Uh, how how are you? Like, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to be chill about it and let them know that. Welcome to Riftland. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> yep. you get no connect. You get no connection, but that's probably you think because Mindlink requires a willing subject, and they probably just don't know what you're trying to do at all. That's the sense you get. Okay. So I convey that to everyone. And the uh, the guy, the lead guy, points at Quinlan, and then at the at the three of you, or at that uh, rather at Kuva and at Lance, and says Kuva, and then turns his palms face up towards you. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep it the non-threatening uh, position where. We kind of keep. I keep my hands low, and I tap Lance as well, and we we do the the same thing. Kuva and I. I point to the the team. I say Kuva, Kuva. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I whisper. I say. I think I might have convinced him that our race is or 
named Kula. So he sort of gestures around the area and he reaches down and touches the, and, and pulls up some, some dirt and then pours it down. Then he holds his palms out face up towards you again. He's asking oh. what's this place called? Yeah, oh. that's what I would guess. Yeah. What's the what's proper response here? What is, the name, what is the name of uh, the planet? Earth? We're just so, uh, your Bobstown so guys. We, we, I, I spread my arms wide, kind of indicate, you know, slowly, non threateningly, kind of gesture the entire, the entire horizon, horizon, Earth. Point to okay, the ground. so you're doing this over the PA system, I assume, so they can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, they're you know, pretty startled by this as this suddenly booming voice coming out. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I, I bend down and I pick up a little dirt and I run it through my fingers and let it down. Earth. 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 And he points back to the rift and he says, Carasto. Okay. Oh, so I point to him and I say, the name of their race is Sasakthok, whatever it was. And Sakak. then Sakak. And then at the rift and say, Carasto. Kuva, Earth. <laughs> Welcome and, to Earth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the guy kind of gestures at his troops and they they lower their weapons partway. And he he sort of looks around and yeah, really seems to think for a minute. <laughs> That's a good thing to do. Yep. And then he says uh, he gestures at at all of them, and he says "sakak," and then he points at himself, uh, and then he says "sakakre." Sakakre. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, uh, and then he he sort of gestures at you and says "kuvahre," and holds out at at kuva and holds his hands out. Look confused at the gesture. Scratch my head. And then I raise my arms and, and a shirking motion, <laughs> shrug my shoulders. Have any of us heard of Sakak? No. Don't even have to make a common well, knowledge roll on that. None of you have ever heard of this. Okay. Right. So he's got his hand, he's got the palms out gesture going again, which you think you figured out means that he's asking you a question. Yeah. I would look visibly I think he's confused. asking what your name is. I think he's asking what your name is. Like, okay, Why they're we all, all Kuva, introduce or, ourselves. Or, or, you know, so they're all Shakak. His name is, Sh and like his particular name is Shakak Ray. So we need to, we need Either to clear that or up this that's whole his, Kuva like, thing. I mean, unless that, that's a rank, right? If all of them are soldiers, like Shakak, and he's the leader and he's Shakak Ray. Right. Maybe. Well, I mean, this is yeah. the problem. I mean, we, if you introduce yourself, you say, who are you? Well, uh, you know, I'm Kuva, or I'm an explorer, or I'm a human. And any one of those words, if you know what they mean, uh, are, you know, well, pretty confusing. I, I'm going to assume that, that they're going to use whatever we're, word we we refer to ourselves as. And if we make it different than Kuva, so are you going to go around to and int out, introduce yourselves? I, I'm going to step forward. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I think we should. Okay, I think we so should distinguish the, the vehicle. Are you dismounting to do this? Yeah, seems rude to be shouting yeah. from inside an ATV. Yeah. So we, so we kind of walk up a little bit closer, so we don't have to shout or boom or yep. the PA system. Yeah, are you getting out of your armor? Or are you staying in? 
I am staying in my armor. I think okay. I'd be a little too confused. Okay, so you all you all approach, and uh, you you all rattle off your names. Are you attaching Kuva to any of them? I am not. I'm just okay, saying but... Leviticus. No. I touch okay. my, my chest. So, Kuva, how are you introducing yourself? <laughs> I'll start with with Kuva, um, just so maybe we can clear up the understanding on the meaning of the word. I'll pat my, my chest and say Kuva, and then move on with Lance from that point Okay. On. So he, he puzzles over this for a second, and then he says, he gestures at the whole group of their, of these guys and says, Sakak. And, and I he look, gestures at himself, uh, and he says, yeah. he, he gestures at himself, and he says, Sakak, Re, Shovesh. And then he gestures at the guy in the, the other guy in the light armor, and he says, Sasak, Redo, Karaf. I better start writing some of this down. Once you guys figure out, once you guys figure out something like the hand gesture, I'll just let you run with it. So you're probably right about, it seems like you're right about Sakak being a description of their race or nation or something along those lines, but you're, you're, you're a little more puzzled. So you've got, and then he gestures all at all of you and uh and he says you know he sort of points at you and repeats your names then he gestures as though to encompass all of you and holds the palms out again well see this is kind of tough because we're all different races and uh and things so why don't we say earthlings earthlings Earthlings. yeah okay while this is going on um i want to start tinkering in the background can I use my MacGyver skill to see about putting together some sort of a basic translator? Uh, you can do one better on that, actually. Uh, because you are a technomage, you have the ability, which uh, is a good thing to remember, to whip up a gadget that can, pro- that can produce any power that you're capable of, of, of operating. Any power? Yeah, like spells. Thanks. Oh, one of which he gets. That's right. Is there a language spell? One of which is speak language. Ooh. Wow. So using How your useful. arcane machinist ability, uh, you need to make a, a weird science roll. Okay. Can I assist that in any way? Absolutely not. But you don't need right. to. Nice. So you grab some you grab some stuff for your vehicle and in a matter of about 30 seconds you've whipped together this glowing uh this glowing box wow and i call it siri and <laughs> which you can then uh fire up and uh it should give you the ability to speak read and write a uh, a language nice um, uh, if you, you if you care to expend uh let's see how many how many power points do you have right by the rift um, well i had 15 i think i put one into the magic goggles yes, so, so i think 14. i got 14 so you can actually extend this ability uh if everybody clusters around you can extend it to everyone in the group we for 10 minutes how many points well, let's uh, do that, that. You, uh, you, actually this thing has seven points on its own and uh, you, that, this would use it up, so you'd only get, you've only got 10 minutes to communicate, but you would have 10 minutes to communicate. All right. Okay. Hey, guys, I think I got something here. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Swing. Kuva, go through your process again. Introduce. I want to see if this works. If this works, we may be able to talk Okay, to have them. you activated it when you're saying that? 
Yes. Says, and the guy says, you speak our tongue. How is this? Why did you not do so earlier? <laughs> That's a long This is a tool to help us speak your language. We only have for a very 10 short minutes. amount of time. The, the, guy, the guy standing next to him says, so you say for a very short amount of time. How short amount of time? And the guy next to him simultaneously says, do you sell them? <laughs> no, he just made one, I'm afraid, but it's helping us so we can understand one another. Unfortunately, you need somebody with my particular talents in order to use it. These talents are most strange, as is the man with the flaming, the, the, the creature with the flaming hand. Okay, let's, we'd like to know where you're from, what your intention is here, and if we can be of help. And most of all, we mean you no harm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We are, a, we are an exploration force from Carasto. And this portal opened on our world 10 days ago. And we determined that we should, we should explore what it lies on the other side. And see if there's the opportunity for trade, says the guy next to him. <laughs> well, I like him. He's my kind of guy. He came heavily armed for traders. If you were going through a portal to a completely unidentified location, <laughs> would you not carry all of your weapons? It seems like you are quite well equipped as well. Well, this place can be a little bit dangerous. Um, Scott, here's a question about rifts. Now that they're through, they're through the rift and over here. Are, is there any going back for them? Uh, as long as the rift stays open, yes. Okay. Do you have any control over the rift? Do they have any control of the rift? We yes. do, we do not know how this this portal opened. We it is not a phenomenon we have ever seen before in our world. And you risked your lives coming through it. This is why we were so interested in explore it. Right. Have, do you not have do you not have explorers on your world who have risked their lives to discover new things? Oh, absolutely. Um, we take a quick minute and explain about rifts and how they're not necessarily going to stick around forever. Yeah, this is uh, obviously a concern. However, if uh, these things can these things can open and close at random, this is important information. Also. We will. He, he gestures to a couple of his guys and uh, says, "Report back and inform the command that this this portal may not remain open indefinitely, and request further instructions." So the two guys run over and jump through the rift, and uh, there's a long delay. Well, if we've only got ten minutes, let's keep talking. Yeah. So uh, he says, uh, "You said this place is dangerous. Are there threats about? Are are we in immediate danger?" No, uh, we're, we're not. We're on in, control, though. Yeah, not immediate danger. You, you've come here at a time of, of great social and political instability. I see. This seems uh, a dangerous place, if that is the case. And certainly the level of armament that you're carrying is oh, is uh, shows a level of concern. I'm curious, though, uh, how did you create this device so quickly? It uh, it does not uh, It does not appear to be any sort of uh, computation engine. It's magic. Uh, I was going to say, at this point in time, um, I go a little bit off the rails and talk about how I can actually see the magic inherent in the machines and how devices tend to sing to me and I can talk to them and I put things together and it is my particular talent. Says this is this is most mysterious. Uh, if I'd not seen it with my own eyes, I would have thought you some sort of charlatan. But is that how the man or creature there has the flaming fist uh, we all have our unique abilities i'm not a creature 
I apologize. I'm not sure how to refer to you. We do not have multiple species as you appear to be on our world. Are you naturally made of giant reflective metal? <laughs> or is, um, that, are you, is there a creature within that as well? I say, no, this is a suit of armor that I'm wearing. A most impressive suit of armor. Hamilton says, I'm naturally made of shiny metal. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do we have any interest in going through the portal to see what where they're from? You you could. It, you do run the risk of it closing behind you, though. That's, That's right. And then it becomes a whole new story. Um, the other really thing we could do is we could offer to lead these guys to Bob's town and sort of tell them about it and see if there's another techno wizard that can help them translate. There might be trading opportunities in Bob's town. Uh, there true. might be trading opportunities in Bob's town. There definitely aren't any techno wizards in Bob's town, but there are po- several techno wizards at Castle Refuge. Uh-huh. I mean, if, if that's something they're interested in, but how, I mean, if the portal closes, how do we get them back? What's the point uh, of that trading? That is a good question. Uh, I would like Quinlan to make an occult roll. Occult, okay. All right. So from what you know about rifts, they do close, but they don't generally close quickly. They're not totally predictable, but generally when a rift opens, it tends to stay open for a while. Hours, days. There's clearly something unusual about this rift anyway, because they're saying it opened 10 days ago, but you only just sensed it opening. Right. As in like <laughs> out, like an hour ago? Right. Well, however long it took us to get five miles at about not 20 even. miles an hour. Yeah, not even. Okay. Like a half hour ago at most. Okay, so we should probably talk to them about that weird sense of time dilation and see if like... They got any sense of things slowing down for them or speeding up for them, and vice versa? This is most curious. Our scientists have theorized the possibility of parallel universes that might operate at different rates of time. Perhaps that accounts for the time displacement here. Oh, boy. It's just straight up uh, honest talk going on here, right? We don't hear any talk from any of the side soldiers about maybe wiping us out or going to explore. They're, they're completely day. silent. Okay. <laughs> Until the two guys come back out and say, uh, "Command requests that you uh, that you determine local political leadership." Take us to your leader. So, just for clarity, your local political leadership is uh, the the council at the Tomorrow Legion. So, uh, if that's if that's where you actually want to take them, that's an option. Uh, another option would be to take them to Bobstown and introduce them to mayor bob don't we have comms could we like maybe call uh talk to our leadership on like some sort of comm rift rift's comms are strictly short range that's why they have to send you guys out to villages instead of just radio them. okay one of the side uh, effects of the rifts was that uh the ionosphere got all screwed up so radio communication is fairly short range at this point how close would we have to be to get in touch with someone of uh, higher Authority. Even with your vehicle, it'd take you at least a day to get to radio range of the castle. However, no, the castle isn't unfortunately on a ley line, so Quinlan's ability to talk along ley lines isn't going to be helpful unless he gets really lucky. It is savage roofs. I'll leave it to you higher ups to decide what to do. I'll just stay back making my fires. Now, I think the way that they've been interacting with us, it it feels like they're most interested in trade. Like trading for economics and um, for technology. Is that kind of. They certainly expressed an interest in trade. Uh, right. When they sent somebody back into through the portal to ask about 
what their mission should be, that's when they came back out and asked about the political leadership. Okay. Well, it was after we told them that things were crazy nutty cuckoo here. <laughs> that was after that, yes. Which, you know, to mm. be fair, they are. Okay. And and we trust that they're peaceful and all, all kinds of good stuff. Let's let's have a quick con- Yeah. Are, are, are there still more of us than there are of them? Actually, there's more of them than there are of you, but mm-hmm. you have a glitter boy. We have a glitter boy. <laughs> says, I would propose that I and one of my guards accompany to your, your local leadership, if this is amenable. I understand that there is some risk of this portal closing. However, I believe that there is too much value in making peaceful contact between our races to allow this risk to deter us. So may I ask why, what exactly your intentions are, other than simply to establish concept? Our goal is to establish relations. The remainder of my expeditionary force will remain here on this side of the portal and uh, will retreat through it only if it appears to be closing. Otherwise, they'll maintain a line of communications back to the homeworld. If we can establish peaceful relations and a trade agreement, then perhaps we will establish a more permanent enclave here. Uh, and where exactly are you from? What planet are you from? What is your? What are your people called? We are known as Shtokta. Okay. Have we heard of this at all? I mean, if we ask them what what constellation <laughs> are you guys from? What solar system? You could make a common knowledge roll to see if you ever heard of these guys before. I'll go, I'll go ahead and do one too. That seems like a good idea. I don't know a thing. No, your wild does a four. To the best of your knowledge, you've never heard of these guys before. Okay. And if you ask them what solar system they're from... It's not going to help. Yeah, let's try. They kind of shrug, and he says, Perhaps when I can see our night sky, I may be able to provide more information about our proximity to you in the greater galaxy. However, as we discussed last time, it's possible that we are from an entirely different universe, as there seems to be some fluctuation in the relative rates of time. That's correct. Is there... Is... Gosh, I guess part of our mission probably is to i guess find strangers and do the right thing and we should probably bring them back to the leadership i think that makes sense what do uh, you guys think i'm going to buddy up to uh who is it quinlan who has the riff knowledge and i'm going to uh like rub elbows with him and be like um what do you know of these rift creatures and rifts in general do we trust these beings? Yeah, I mean, I think their intentions seem authentic, and I figure if we bring them over there to someone else with more authority, you know, if things don't go well, at least uh, we'll outnumber them. Have that kind of uh, knowledge, Scott, uh, of experience with rifts? You don't really know what to make of these guys. The, your experience with rifts is that just about anything can come out of them. And he's not. He doesn't appear to be like a specialist, or at least he is a specialist, a wizard of rifts. He's a leyline walker. The only type of wizard who might know more about rifts is a shifter, and they're off. They're considered often not to be trusted, as they tend to do things like open portals to hell and consort with demons and things. So, not usually somebody you want to hang out with. Mm. Aside, uh, aside from them, leyline walkers are generally considered to have the most knowledge of leylines, and by extension, of rifts. Right. Uh, I, I nod and curse. Uh, and take his judgment on that. Okay, I guess we, go um, we don't Trust see them as, as being a, a risk to, um, I guess, the local populace, as far as we can I tell. Mean, they don't obviously seem to be. Okay, all right. Um, how far, what, 
how long is the journey back? Well, if you follow your mission, you should go through the last town on the way back, which is Cold Bluff. So about a day and a half, uh, about half a day to get from here to Cold Bluff and then another day or so to get from Cold Bluff back to Castle Rock. All right. So I'm going to turn to the leader. Um, that's fine. We will take you to our, our local leaders. Uh, the journey is about a day and a half and we will pass through a town uh, in which we have some business. Is that acceptable? Very well. I understand your device has a limited duration. I do my best establish an understanding of your language as we travel. I do have some facility with languages on my home world. Perhaps this will prove useful in learning yours. Okay, then. And in the meantime, we just have our magic translator machine. Well, the magic translator machine is a short-term device. It's only good for about 10 minutes, and you can mm. use most of it at this point. Okay. Uh, you can make another one tomorrow, but that's that's it for today. Okay. So, and, and he understands that. So we're going to... Yes. What, what time of the day is it? Is it evening? Should we camp out or should we start walking? Uh, it is morning and you don't actually have to walk. Although you may need someone to either ride on Leviticus or ride on Griff with Kuva as the ATV doesn't have enough seats for everyone. Yeah, I was thinking we've got all these extra people of a sudden. Right. But Lance will volunteer to ride with Kuva if that's okay with him. That'll free up the space. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So off we go. So you guys head out. And, okay, uh, yeah. You travel over the hills, through the thickets. The uh, the truck the leader seems quite fascinated by it all. His bodyguard is quite impassive. Mm -hmm. They do take their helmets off, and uh, they reveal somewhat lizard-like faces, but with protuberant eyes that can independently train in various directions. Oh, nice. Like chameleons. <laughs> or lots of lizards, right? It is, yeah. uh, it is pretty lizardy, yeah. Okay. So we walk and walk and walk until... Well, drive and, and, and drive and drive and or right. fly. Fly, fly, fly. The only one walking is... The only one walking is Leviticus. Uh, the rest of you are riding either in the Big Boss or in the case of Hamilton on Leviticus and in the case of uh, Kuva and Lance on Griff. And after mm. a bit, you arrive at Cold Bluffs, which is actually the largest of the three towns that you have encountered yet. This one seems like a decent-sized community. It's got a few streets versus the one street of Bobstown. And as you arrive, okay. you see that a lot of people seem to be in the streets, and there are ropes strung across the streets with, with small banners or flags hanging from them. All right. Let's walk up to a townsperson and say... Excuse me, what's happening here today? So as you approach, a couple of the townsfolk do walk uh, carrying laser pistols, and uh, they immediately holster them and, and come up and say, you must be from the Tomorrow Legion. Why, yes, we are. Oh, you've, you've come just in time for, our, for the Bluffs Festival. Okay, what is that? Well, once a year, we celebrate the founding of the town. And uh, we have a, a festival. We have a variety of competitions and events. There's lots of food. You're more than welcome. You kind of picked the perfect day to arrive. Alrighty then. <laughs> they look. They look over the Strock, the leader, and kind of give them the once over. But people around here are so used to weird alien creatures that, that they don't bat an eye at him any more than they bat an eye at Click. Okay. I guess the more the merrier. So far. So uh, you you join in, and it seems to be a, a pretty good party. Uh, would you? 
you, the locals invite you to participate in any of the contests or you can just chat with them. They have some homebrew moonshine type whiskey as well as some cider that they brewed from the local apples available. Uh, they have five different contests going right now. Uh, there's a there's a wrestling competition. There is a karaoke competition. Oh, boy. Uh, they're over on one side. Some of them are doing marksmanship against hay bale targets with their laser weapons. There's a group that's setting up kind of a steeplechase, but not with mounts, but for people to actually run. And apparently there's going to be a riddle contest later. So uh, starting with Click, would you like to participate in any of these activities? Did I hear karaoke? You did. Oh, I'm still there. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. All right. So this is going to be a dramatic task uh, using the performance skill, which you don't have. (laughs) <laughs> oh my. I sounds a like a real karaoke yeah so i would like you to go ahead and uh start making performance roles which would be in your case unskilled uh first let's see how you do in the first round of the competition all right actually do pretty well uh you oh, you, perform- you find your beat you uh do a pretty good job with that first round oh baby you you got what i need <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep walking. Everybody join in. <laughs> okay, so uh that's the that's the first round of the dramatic task. Uh go ahead and do the second round. Oh Quinlan, you're jumping in the car, okay too. Why the hell not? Right, you're not you don't oh, do so well in the first round. No. This task sounds well, like it's cut. not that dramatic. <laughs> dramatically absurd <laughs> alright so uh, round two I'd like rolls from each of you again okay neither of you does really well in the second round <laughs> you're, you're kind of losing your tune uh, the, the townsfolk are holding their ear, hands over their ears it's, uh, it's pretty grim well it's like the Danes say <laughs> filthy geats have got no rhythm right <laughs> and uh, round three Oh boy! You actually you get oh. your you get your rhythm back in round three. You're doing well. We are the champion, my friend. Oh boy! So neither of you uh, win, but uh, Click does manage to place fifth and uh, receive a, a small hog's head of cider as a reward. Okay, oh, way to go! Uh, so there's a marksman. Uh, there marksman. is a, there is a marksmanship competition. Yes. Yeah. All right. What kind of competition is it? I guess I ought to enter that. <laughs> Uh, it is a shooting competition. Okay. I wouldn't suppose I'd be able to shoot my uh, flames from my finger guns. Can I do that? <laughs> you, pew pew! You, absol- <laughs> you absolutely can use your uh, your flame burst. Fantastic. Uh, they actually are really, or the flame bolt, I should say. They're very excited about seeing how, what that does to a hay bale. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the dramatic acting part or the dramatic performance oh, part. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna uh, savor it. <laughs> so Lance, <laughs> there's the, the, the other competitions, if you're interested, there's a wrestling tournament. Uh, there is a steeplechase racing tournament, not mounted, but people jumping over fences and the like. <laughs> and there is a riddle contest. Oh boy. You can participate in more than one, but uh, you're going to jump into the shooting here? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So I'd like a shooting and or a psionics roll. 
appropriate from you guys. All right, so Alex. Ooh, hot dog. Yeah, yeah I'm, show, I'm really uh, showing Wow. <laughs> I'm giving it my Nice. Arm. So Lance neatly throws a laser bolt through the target, and then Kuba steps up and just vaporizes the target with his flame bolts. <laughs> Show off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's some applause from the, the, from the uh, people. You're very happy because it set the adjacent three hay bales on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, round two of the competition. Again. So not to be outdone, Lance walks, steps up, and rapid fires his rifle through the center of all five targets. And then Frank, and then Kuva steps up and explodes the three in the middle again with his flame bolt. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, all right, round three. Oh boy! Wow. This time. <laughs> nice. So Lance repeats his performance, except this time he uh, he uses his pistol instead and quick draws and shoots through them all. And then Kuva blows away another one. Then there's a lengthy conference uh, by the judges. They're clearly having a really hard time deciding who won. None of the locals came even close. Accurate versus awesome. And uh, I've got a short time to win. You can be best when I'm gone. <laughs> Eventually, they they come over and award the prize, which is a large silver cup to Lance, and they award a bronze medal to Kuva, as you guys came in first and second. <laughs> no gold out here, I guess. All right, uh, Lady Mimby, uh, would you like to participate in any of these? Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm actually wondering about the wrestling. Uh, you absolutely could jump into the wrestling tournament. All right. So uh, let's have a fighting role, please. All right, you do well, but not spectacularly against your first opponent, but you eventually manage to pin oh. him. Okay. Round two. So the second round, uh, the guy walks up goes to grapple you and you just very contemptuously twist his wrist, flip him through the air and he's and send him slamming into the ground. Oh, nice. There's a there's sort of a ooh from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And round Get three. the chair. <laughs> the chair. <laughs> and you you dispatch the last opponent with ease in the championship round and uh, you take the victory, which in your which in your case is a small silver hat. Oh, okay. Nice hat. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, Quinlan, uh, or actually everyone. Next up is the steeplechase racing. Is anyone going to be? Uh, is it even fair if, if I do that? Yeah. Is it fair if I do that? Because I've got... They sort of, they sort of converse Ooh. and they say... Well, you know, you're probably right. It's not really fair because you do you have enhanced speed in both cases. It'd be, you know, it'd be a bit like uh, having the Gooder Boy over there run it in his suit. So, if but if you'd like to run an exhibition against each other, you're more than welcome to. Ooh, you want to race? Are we trying to entertain the locals here? Is that is that what's going on? Sure. Uh, there's a festival, yeah. so you don't have to entertain them. But if you if you want to do that, it certainly would build some goodwill. Oh, oh. okay. What's uh, the Stratha? Stra uh, is it Stratha? He's sampling the local moonshine. Oh, and okay. the cider <laughs> and, uh, 
We like he, him. He seems enthusiastic about the cider. Like the, this might be something that has some prospects for trade in his home world, but he's, his English is still very, very limited. So this drink, okay. I like it. Another, it's not, e- not even that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'd, I'd like to try the riddle contest. Don't you think we should try the riddle contest? I'm kind of curious, honestly. Or the enhanced speed thing. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm at both events and then walk over to my fiery hay bales and start burning it <laughs> even further. Start a nice bonfire. A couple of little kids come over with some sort of a pastry on a and they're toasting <laughs> it on your fires. Oh, <laughs> nice. by that. I make little fire creatures to entertain the children while they do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of that creepy cool. and endearing at the same time. All right, so there's the uh, the riddle question the riddle contest uh, there's this old wizened man who comes out it looks like he's about 900 years old although he's a human so that's probably not the case and he starts tossing out riddles so for this one you can either use academics or you can use common knowledge okay which I don't know that any of you actually do we just have. roll or are you actually going to give us a riddle uh, no we're going to roll for the first couple. But the, the okay. championship round, I am going to give you a riddle. Ooh, okay. I'll give it a try. Okay. Okay. So y'all do pretty well in the first round. Uh, he's kind of throwing out some old chestnuts, you know. Okay. A, a chest without hinges, lock or lid, but inside golden treasure is hid. All the all the classics. So yeah, you're on top of this. You're doing. You're all doing pretty well. Round two. Oh, I think I know. Hmm. So, so you're still doing pretty well. Lady MB is jumping out a little bit ahead. She's just like lightning this round. <laughs> I hold in my hand. It's nothing. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what does it have in its pockets? Is <laughs> oh boy. So you're 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 all rocking this, and you go to round three. Ooh, I was hard. Uh, I thought you were giving us a riddle. I am for the last, but riddle. after okay. round three. So Click comes oh, through. See. He's definitely coming out ahead. He's that quick Trimador mind is uh, coming up with answers really quickly. And so he, okay. he and one of the villagers are the last people standing here. And the old man looks thoughtful for a minute. And he says, this is a riddle I learned from my great grandfather who came from Tolkien. <laughs> oh, boy. I leave my face behind to bind darkness. One of three that mark my master the wisest. I am round with six points. I will allow you to make uh, common knowledge rolls or academics rolls to see if that rings any bells. Yes, I'll use a lifeline. <laughs> I was going to say Quinlan and I are out, so. All right. Ooh. There are two things that spring into your mind as, a, as, a, as you think about this. The first is that you remember reading an ancient human religious text that described a great wizard, but you're having difficulty placing his name. The other thing that pops into your mind, and you're not quite sure why, is the message that you found on the body of one of the Federation of Magic wizards that talked about whether uh, identifying that they should inform their leadership if they found any sign of the seal. Oh. Any thoughts from anyone? So you leave your face behind to seal the darkness? Yes. To bind the darkness. To bind to darkness. To bind the darkness. Yes. 
a circle with six points. And the clues are a brilliant wizard. That you read about in an ancient religious text. And the something about a seal. Right. Solomon? Like a seal kind of thing? Seal of Solomon, six-point star, anything like that? I mean, that's that's all I've got was the Star of David. Yeah, same. Do you want to toss that out? Anybody have a better guess? I don't. Still playing with fire. I can't even hear you guys. Yeah, let's take a <laughs> guess. Okay, so you toss that out, and the old man beams and says, You are indeed wise. Oh, boy. And he hands over a book, an ancient tome. You can barely make out the text on the front, but it appears to read dad jokes. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. I love that. Nice. Always. <laughs> I start copying one for my own personal collection. I will be reading these while driving the car. As your travel now. companion, I, I shake my head in dismay. The old man, you know. Says, says, you know, there were always rumors that in the treasure houses of Tolkien, the true seal of Solomon was to be found. Mm. But with its fall, who knows what has become of the treasures? Many that people there turned to darkness at the end. And I do not know what power such a seal might have, but I fear what it could do in the wrong hands. Well, that's cheery. That's not ominous at all. No. Yeah. Okay. Well... Good to know. So the remainder of your time in Cold Bluff is uneventful, and you're able to head back out to the Tomorrow Legion. Okay. After roughly a day's travel, you roll up to Castle Refuge. The Strakla leader is suitably impressed by the castle, and you are able to hand him off to some people who have the speak language ability intrinsically, as well as some telepaths. So they immediately start... Uh, opening up conversations with him. And you're ordered to report to L of Elves. Okay, let's go. So uh, what information from your adventures thus far are you going to pass along to her? Uh, I th- I think the most important one is that there's a new rift. What else? It was a waste um, of my life remaining on this earth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Overshare. Wow. You're boundless a bit of an overshare. <laughs> I'm sorry that uh, Lance that uh, you 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 found the initial process not to your liking. I understand that you have some special interest in the coalition. Perhaps you could be reassigned to one of the long range patrols in, leading into coalition territory. If I get to kill skullheads, I'm in. That is not always oh, the preferred method of resolution, but I think it is likely that you'd have plenty of targets if you moved over to that mission. Sign me up. As as for the rest of you, what what intelligence did you find on Federation of Magic movements in the area? And what of this uh, small robot that has accompanied you back? Yeah, I'm Hamilton. How's it going? Are you, you're you like a big owl. Uh, yes, I suppose I am. <laughs> Charming. Should we also tell her about the um, about Professor Wickham? Like, uh, you would that could. be? I, I think we should, I, because that that was wolves, right? Some werewolf ac- vampire yeah, activity. Yep. <sighs> vampire activity in the, this far north is troubling, but we have seen pockets of them here and there. We will have to be remain okay. vigilant. Yeah. Hey, okay. uh, owl lady. My name is L of Owls. Yeah. Okay. Um, L of Owls. 
you haven't happened to see a guy named Roblon, have you? Or maybe a couple other robots named named Dyson and Moto. They haven't, you know, come in with any of these other guys or anything. I'm afraid I have not encountered any of your friends. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Well, this seems like the kind of place I should hang out until I find them. So, I mean, you, you guys have a kitchen, right? I could get some work there. I'm sure I could be helpful. He uh, quickly demonstrates his ability to toast bread and uh, sort of bemused and sort of looks at him and says, yes, I suppose you could be useful and uh, has her secretary take him down to the kitchens. Now then, uh, the Federation of Magic, did you find, did you encounter any of their forces on your journey? What were those robots that were chasing Hamilton? Uh, the, the, the demonic cyborgs were most likely Federation of Magic troops. Okay, so we should report that. Including the note? Uh, yeah. Definitely. I suppose, for completeness. Intriguing. We have seen additional movement of the Federation into, that, into the Northeast territories that we hold of late. Do you have any idea what they might be referring to when they talk of the seal? <laughs> well, I guess we entered a riddle contest in Bobstown, and there was a reference to a seal. There was a riddle which referred to a seal, um, and so we think it might have something to do with the Star of David. Seal of Solomon. Once again, Tolkien comes back to haunt us. I believe further investigation into that region is warranted, but if you encounter demonics, we will have to see about reinforcements. There is a gentleman who recently arrived at the castle who uh, escaped the fall of Tolkien. I believe he might be of use to you, although I must say he is not the most comfortable of personality. I will arrange for him to meet with you and attach, be attached to your group provisionally. But for now, I believe that Alpha-1-2 has been, has been quite successful in your initial mission. You've acquired transport, I understand. That will make it easier to patrol longer distances into the Northeast and attempt to determine what the Federation is up to. Well, yes. Well done. It will. <laughs> Thank you. I believe we might have a surplus vehicular weapon or two that we could potentially equip your, your vehicle with just to give you a little bit more defense. Ooh, I get to play with toys. Nice. Yes, that that would be much appreciated. Did you just say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> this is not uh, surprising to her at all. Okay. Okay, so... Have I mentioned that I have verbal diarrhea? I believe you no, have. No, but you've demonstrated it. I, I talk a lot. That's you guys mostly. Mm. I like being you. Mm. <laughs> He's funny. I like him. Mm. So she runs you down to uh, the HQ. And this is how this is going to work as far as vehicles go. You have uh, what are called three mod slots on your vehicle. So these are things you can add on uh, in the weaponry vein, but you can't add on more than three. So okay. what they have to offer, uh, they have a light rail gun. Okay. okay. And they have a techno wizard fireball launcher. Ooh, that sounds fun. Ooh. I am a big fan of guns. We don't have to reload. No, I mean, that's absolutely the most practical consideration. All right. So you now have a fireball launcher on your Big Boss ATV. And that is where we will okay. leave it for tonight. The Rift setting, the Megaverse, and associated characters and locations are the property of Palladium Books. Savage Worlds is the property of Pinnacle Entertainment. All other content is the property of Happy Monster Press. Find us at www.happymonsterpress.com or as Happy Monster Press on Twitter, Facebook, MeWe, and Pashpost. The music, Jason Shaw's Ice Cold.
Hehehehe. <laughs>